Welcome back to the Fucking Brave Podcast. What? what? With your favorite hosts, Michaela Pilkington and Kimberly Gustafson. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't like that. K- Kimmy. Kimmy Gustafson. Oh, Sorry. That's better. I thought it was funny. (laughs) That was... Come on, it was kind of funny. Bizarre. Okay, anyway. Anyways. I Um, almost said your middle name and then I forgot it for half a sec. What is it? Anne. Oh, okay. (laughs) Glad you know that much. Uh, What are you drinking, Michaela? I'm drinking a beautiful Cote de Rome. Yeah? Yeah. What are you drinking? Water. Oh, bummer. We're doing this one back to back to the on friendship one because we're on a roll. So I have yoga in the morning and I need not sweat out the alcohol in the shala. So we're going to. And I'm in training camp right now, but it's my day off tomorrow. So Michaela can drink. Rest day. I'm not. We wanted to talk about after talking about friendships, about losing friendships. Mm. Yeah. You lost a lot of friends, Michaela? Oh, yeah. I've lost a lot of friends. Recently? Um, it's been a while. Sure. I mean, I guess now it's been a while. Four years. Was it that long ago? Three years. 2019. Yeah. Um, Do you want to start there? We could, but I guess I want to say that there's been a lot of reasons why I've lost friends. As a, as a kid who grew up moving across the world, as a, as a third culture kid, um, I have lost a lot of friends just because of relocating. Mm. You know? Like, I feel like there's a lot of different ways to lose friends. There's, like, dramatic losses. There's, like, you know. Growing apart? Yeah, growing into different... Diff- like, that, that are just kind of slow and just flop one day like you wake up and you're like oh I don't I wouldn't reach out to that person for support anymore and you have no idea when that happened um and then there's and then but then yeah then there's like the really dramatic breakups of people that you like something that you would almost equate with like a romantic relationship like a boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, they, them, they, them, breaking up, <laughs> just to be inclusive. That, you know, you, you it, it would seem like that level. Yeah. Where it's like sudden and it's a, it's an, it's an intimate friendship. Going back to our last podcast, if you haven't listened to it, you that should you go do that. But yeah, suddenly. Yeah. It's an intimate individual friendship yeah. that is just gone overnight and that's happened to both of us mm-hmm. i've had it happen more than i have i think yeah i've and had I, a lot more of the like slow burn yeah yeah do you ever talk about yours are you thinking about the same one no who are, we, who are you thinking about named after beach oh yeah that one's complicated. 
that one had a lot of endings and beginnings and endings again. <laughs> yeah, but it was somebody that, while well, you did have romantic feelings for, was a deep, deep, deep friend, and it... Through formative years on top of that. Right. Yeah. It was it was a middle school, early high school mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. And it, it ended... Probably the first person I ever truly loved on top of that. Right. And it ended in a fucking place of glory. I mean, several times over. <laughs> that's, that's why I say there's a lot of, like, endings and beginnings and endings again. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's one of those, like, I think that almost falls into, like, that toxic category, too, you know, where... Right. The, the, the relationship and the friendship to begin with was never quite strong, and then... And then, but it was intimate, well, I, I, I say strong, I mean healthy. <laughs> that that was more the word I meant. It was never a healthy relationship to begin mm-hmm. with, but it was very intimate and very intense and are, very... Are any relationships in middle school healthy? No. Cool. I mean, friendships can be, and that's, I mean, what it was at the end of the day, but... Yeah, I mean, that, that ended with, you know, I'm going to leave your shit on my porch in a garbage bag and you can come pick it up i'll never forget that car ride with my mom going to get it yeah it sucked it hurt hurt really bad it hurts it hurts like a relationship ends and 100%. granted percent that you know again there was a bit of a muddy romantic thing going on as well on top of that but yeah, yeah it hurts it hurts deep it, i i think in some ways intimate friendships ending can sometimes hurt more than romantic relationships ending yeah because i think some like a lot of times when a romantic relationship ends you kind of see it coming yeah and a lot of times when like an intimate friendship ends that way it's rather sudden and unexpected like they were your ride or die yeah and then here you are I lost mine out of left field. And then you also, like, I feel like when a romantic relationship ends, you have those intimate friendships to turn to for support. Yeah. And when that intimate friendship ends, there's, like, nothing left. Well, it's such I, a void. And and in in my case, I had you. Sure. But, God, it doesn't feel the same. And and we, I I just think that these, like intimate personal friendships are so critical and when you don't have one of those when I don't have one of those in my life I feel a void and I'm really fortunate right now I've I've felt that lack for a really long time and I would say within the last year I've really had several relationships emerge that have filled that like intimate friendship void. Yeah. Really well. But I I lost my best friend. I would say suddenly. I I know it wasn't sudden for her. Fuck, I have her handwriting tattooed on my left hand. Yeah. And I I don't feel sorry about it for one minute. About the relationship, like the friendship or about it ending? I was talking about the tattoo. Oh, sorry, tattoo, tattoo, <laughs> cool. I see the tattoo, and it it brings me a lot of joy. It, I, I, I can look at it with a lot of peace and compassion and openness and appreciation 
for like what was. But yeah, I mean, I fucking was my ride or die. And my life changed drastically. And I, in retrospect, was unwell. I'm still unwell. (laughs) I mean, you were so unwell, your hair was falling out. Oh, this is a true story. I had the biggest ball patches on my head. Yeah, two of them. And a year ago, like this week, I actually saw the pictures that we were at Flores Lake, and it was that weekend that we were at Flores Lake. Not a year ago, four years ago. This week. I um, decided to pack my car and drive to Mexico to chase the wind, and that was the end of my marriage. And subsequently? My friendship. Several of them. Heaps, actually. Yeah, which I find interesting that your divorce coincided so much with the loss of friendship as well, which is not a... a, I think it's very common. I was going to say, it's not an individualized experience. I feel like it's very common. But what was wild, what was wild, is these were my friends. They weren't mutual friends. Sure, you lost your individual friends. Yeah. Yeah. My individual, my intimate. And I am sure that the other person has their justifications and reasonings and There is never one side to a story, and so I just want to be abundantly clear that, like, I am only speaking from my experience, and at that time in my life, I can probably confidently say that it was probably a very self-centric experience. I I was going through some shit. You might have been that friend that was draining. Might have been? I think I must have been. I think, yeah, you were. Probably. Yeah, you were that draining friend. I'm really sorry. But I think, like, we all get to be that friend at some point in time. Yeah. And I don't know how long it may have felt that way. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I I feel I feel really sad about it, but it, it just all... I noticed that something was off and asked directly to this person if something was off. And they countered with, well, if you had been paying attention, you would have known things were off for a very long time. And I was like, I didn't realize that we were friends that played those games. And much like a relationship. (laughs) And it... Yeah. It, it blew apart and I. It was over. Yeah, you woke up one morning and it was it was over. Yeah, you weren't at home when it happened. Where were you? I don't remember. But I just remember sitting next to my altar in our bedroom in Hood River and sobbing. Just racked sobs. Like absolute heartbreak I may have cried more over the loss of this friendship than I did over the loss of my marriage 
Well, I mean, that wasn't the most sad experience. <laughs> your, your marriage, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah. Almost like, almost like teenage love lost kind of crying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's more what I would ascribe it to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's I don't I don't think that I honestly I don't think I have quite that same. You've had a lot of fizzle out friendships. Had a lot of fizzle out friendships. I've had a lot of friendships that have been very one sided. Oh, I can think of one. Um, I showed up to Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or two showed up to Australia. I can think of two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I've had a lot of friendships, like, for me, that have felt very one-sided. Like, I think I have a bad, which, well, I'll just say, okay, so I think I have a bad habit of, like, giving too much to a friendship. And I think over the years I've recognized that fault in myself. And, and for better or worse, it has made me a bit cold and a bit harder to cross that chasm that you talked about in the last episode from casual friend, casual to friend, friend to intimate friend like that, that gap, like I have a lot more steps in between because I have to, mm. because I've had a lot of, well, that's really curious. Cause we were talking about how like my friends are either casual friends or they're intimate friends and there's no in between. And it's very easy for me to categorize them in either way. And you have to have those steps because you can't make the leap. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's curious. Yeah. There's a lot of in-between steps before you are, like, an intimate friend in my life. Yeah, to protect yourself, because you've had a lot of heart- heartache and loss. hmm Yeah. It's interesting, because I don't think that my losses have been as large as, especially the one you've talked about today, but I think I've had more loss. Yeah. Just across the board. Yeah. Well, and, and, and loss in a way that was, and I want to say like beyond your control, because I've had a lot of loss that has, that's related to like moving and being in different places. Mm. Um, sure. The kind of like, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. But that's like, that's like completely out of your control versus these losses that are more like within someone's control. Sure. You know? Yours or some other party. Um, I mean, shit. I look at all my college roommates, even. I don't talk to a single one of them. That's wild. But you weren't close with them when you lived with them. Um, I I was with them at, at different times. Each one of them in particular I actually feel sad about to this day. Mm. Um, I mean... The one I'm thinking about, I she was the first person I ever really said the words out loud to that I'm gay, and she was there when I called, well, I didn't really call my mom, but she was there when I told my mom that I was gay and, like, supported me through that, which was a very pivotal moment in my life, as you can imagine. Yeah, and then this person's, like, in the ether now. Yeah, I haven't talked to her since the last time I saw her when we were packing our shit at our house. Did that one end poorly? Um, kind of, yeah. 
I have fault in it, though. I don't think any relationship ends, save for, like, we're talking about friendships, not romantic relationships, because those can definitely, the fault can definitely lie with more one person more than the other due to, like, mental illness or domestic violence. But I don't think that there are very many friendships that end where the fault doesn't lie with two parties. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think a big part of, like, a lot of my loss has been around... I mean, I, I've just gotten to a point in my life where I feel like I'm starting to understand how to set boundaries and how to communicate clearly about my needs. And I think I wasn't very good at that. And I was in a bit of a survival mode, to say the least, in college, just trying to get through to the end and get out. You know, I didn't like the environment that I was in. I'd spent a lot of time in an environment of partying and drinking and and doing bad things and I wanted out. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be better and like, You can't just move out of your house like yeah. halfway through your senior year. Yeah, my friends wanted me to be that person who was like, you know, ready to throw down and rage and I didn't want to be and there wasn't a lot of respect for that, which in retrospect is really sad that they couldn't respect that I like didn't want to partake in those activities, but yeah. I mean it yeah. I haven't talked to her since. It's pretty shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think friend loss, whether it be dramatic or slow or... I think it does hurt, and I think giving yourself space to feel the hurt and reflect on the hurt and also taking that as, like, a learning experience of what to diff- mm-hmm. do differently next time. And, and honestly, like how to look for warning signs and things like that in other friendships. And I think in a lot of ways... Or how to not be that friend. Yeah, how to not be that friend, for sure. Like, I'm never going to spring that on somebody all of a sudden out of the blue and just be like, I'm really pissed at you and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, but before I would... And I, again, like, there was fault on all parties. Like, I am not blaming anyone. But, like, before I ever reach that point in a friendship, unless it's one that's, like, already fizzling out. Sure. But maybe she thought it was already fizzling out. Oh, that's really curious. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Just, like, something I want to bring light to is that loss happens as part of life, whether it be romantic relationships or friendships or even Mm -hmm. family. I mean... Shit, we could do a whole separate episode on loss of family members. And I don't mean by death. <laughs> when your mom can't mom anymore. Yeah. You speaking from experience? No. <laughs> Lies. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I think that, that loss... I think there are a couple of things we can do with loss. And I think for a long time, I took loss and just pushed it aside and like didn't take it as an experience to learn from and and since have have changed that and I've learned a lot and now I would say that the friendships that I do develop and I do let into my life they're they're very healthy and they're Mm -hmm. very conscious and they're they are intimate friends so much faster because I've learned from all the loss for sure you're you're much more careful 
I mean, you always run into the fact that like it's hard when you reach the point where people's lives are going in different directions. So I do sometimes think about what it's going to be like if and when we do leave Maui because we do have some very sweet, very close friendships here now. But I think about when we left Australia. Oh my God. Those are all still like heart friends for forever. Those are cactus friends. The cactus friends. If you haven't listened to the first friendship podcast, go back. <laughs> Listen to it to know what that is. They are 100% cactus friends. And I guess it was interesting because we were talking about casual friends moving to intimate friends. And I guess casual friends can also move to intimate friends and then, like, cactus friends. (laughs) And if people can't make the leap from intimate to cactus, particularly with wild ones like us. And I made my... Deep, deep, deep friendship when I was no longer wild. I've been tamed for a minute. Um, and returned to my wild ways. And that's when I lost, that's when I lost a lot of people. And I had not pieced that together till just now. So. Yeah, it's fascinating in, in your particular story because I look, I look at, uh, sorry, it's a bit jumbled, my thoughts. We haven't really thought this one out ahead of time, but I look at our the deep, deep, intimate connections we made in Australia and how mm-hmm. those are still cactus friends. I look at the deep connections I've made since, you know, I started becoming a kiteboarder and I've started moving around the world more. And when you say, like, there's this loss of friends due to movement. I think might be true when you're younger and there wasn't Facebook and Instagram. I think it's a little bit less true now. Yeah, we have a lot more ways of keeping in touch with people. Right, and having those intimate friendships turn, or even casual friendships turn into cactus friends. And I think yeah. I think what's interesting about, about, again, going back to your story, is how many deeply deeply intimate friendships you had and how few cactus friends came out of that situation 100% and and I lived a very different life and I was I was incredibly unwell yeah you were a lot of things I was also straight (laughs) you were so straight you were bald I I almost you have bald patches because you oh hated your life so much, literally. That's why you had bald patches. And and when I became more me, it it just it just didn't work. Just and and I, I don't I don't blame them. I I I really suspect now in retrospect, and at least from what I've been what has been relayed to me, is <laughs> I was a, I was I was not a whole lot of fun to be around. This has also been the story of my life. You though. did a lot of talking about yourself. I did or I do? You did. Oh. Yeah, that's apparent. I mean this You were is... you were the drain you were the you were the drain friend. I feel sad about that. I'm sad of yoga in the morning and I'm not drinking more. <laughs> yeah. I mean sometimes it's your turn to be the drain friend, but I think Apparently it also takes it must a have toll been for a long time. I will never forget our first time back with that group of friends of yours. And granted, your intimate friend who you lost was not there. But I remember 
I remember their reaction to you coming back into that circle was like... After we'd been in Mexico. After we'd been in Mexico and you'd gotten divorced and... Or we're in the middle of the divorce kind it of. It was like, like a week away from being done. Yeah, I mean, you were... you were, I mean, it was over. You know, we were very much together and... And I just remember them saying to you something along the lines of like, wow, you're so well and... You have so many happy things. And, and I, I vaguely remember somebody, I'm not going to name names, saying... I know who it was. Saying something about, like, wow, you're such a good listener now. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't think you could hear others because you had too much going on. You know? I think if you're listening to this and you've made it this far through us kind of rambling on about friendships and losing friends and losing friends and I you may or may not resemble some of these feelings and I guess I just want to say that if you do find yourself in a situation where you think you might be that friend that's kind of the draining friend I don't think it's a bad thing I think that mm. we all we all have our turn at being the drain and we all deal with it in different ways. I know for me recently, I've dealt with it by just not seeing people, <laughs> which... But we've also dealt with it by saying it out loud to people. And I right. think that that's the and thing. Like, as much that. as you can acknowledge that, like, you're having a hard time and you're struggling. And you need somebody to get your oxygen mask from three doors down and carry it to you. Yeah, then... And I, put it on your face for you. And I feel like we've said said that in plain English to most of the friends that we're... Yeah. That we see right now. Yeah. I would just say, like, that clear communication. You know, if there are friendships that you want to keep and you want to maintain and you want to put the effort into, because just it does like, take effort. I'm fucking broken right now. Yeah. Sorry, friends. Just own it, you know? Just... And I guess it's that. I think about some of our draining friends and their lack of ability to own it. And yeah. that's one of the hardest pieces. Yeah. You know? And and so I think if you can own it and then... And just, like, accept it for what it is. And, and also, if you do recognize you're in that space, try to do what you can to, to, to listen to others as well. I know it's hard when you have so much going on in your own world, but everybody just wants to be heard. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Hopefully this didn't bring up too many sad memories for people. Losing mm -hmm. friends sucks. I think it's worse than re losing relationships. I really do. Um, like losing intimate, like, uh, like rom romantically intimate. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, like, the tears had already been, the tears had all already been cried when I, when my marriage was over. Like, yeah, sure, there was some crying, but, like, the hurt wasn't there. That had all, all already been felt versus the loss of intimate friendships is just. I think, too, like society. Wrenching. Yeah. And I think society tells us that we're not meant to be. Well, I mean, there's this whole idea like you're meant to find your forever person, you know, and that's going to be like your romantic partner. But I think there's a lot more acceptance in society for losing romantic relationships. You know, like, oh, you'll find another one. Just get on Grindr or Tinder. There's not, like, a Tinder for best friends, you know? It's like, 
You I, don't get I, to get on Tinder and be like, I'm looking for a best friend. Dial me a bestie. Yeah. No, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't want like strings attached. Nothing. I just want a best friend. It's like, you know, I think, I think that's what's hard about friendships. They often have to happen organically and over time and, and yeah, they're just, they're so different. Yeah. I'm grateful for my deep sweet friends that I have now and. I hope that I can provide them with as much love and support as they give me on a regular basis. I feel the same. I left my birthday party worried that, which was just like yesterday. Yeah. Was it yesterday? Yeah. It was actually yesterday. Uh, yeah. I left my birthday party worried that everybody had a good time. Because <laughs> they're people that you love so much. Yeah. You want them to be happy. I, I was, I wanted to make sure everybody had a good time. My Libra. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Love you guys. I hope you haven't had too much heartache, but I feel like that's also part of being human. So if you have, like, feel free to let us know. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. We're always here to chat or assist in whatever limited capacity we may have at the moment. <laughs> not licensed mental health therapist. <laughs> no, no. Disclaimer. No. Definitely not that. Anyways, all of this is just fucking brave. That's what we do. And so wild? Does it work like that? Usually. Love you guys. Love you lots. If Peace. You need, oh, I was, I was going to be nice and what? say if you needed anything, you can find us on Instagram <laughs> at Kimmyus or at McPilk. And uh, on fuckingbrave.com, there's a contact us page that will go to us as well. Love you guys. Do you want to do your little gangster piece thing again? No, you can just delete it. <laughs> Why do you edit this? <laughs> I'm not going to delete it.